Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We should say on the show that we're, we're all going to stop being Saints fans if they don't fire DA. <laughs> I mean, at least you're not talking about having sex with the Saints organization. When y'all said, fuck the Saints, Jason took it literally. What's up, Houdat Nation, and welcome to the Dome Patrol United Saints Podcast. What's up, Houdat Nation, and thanks for joining us on the Dome Patrol Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff, and I'm just going to say it. The Saints are a shit team. If you've not come to terms with this, perhaps this week's episode will finally convince you. We are not celebrating it. But in order to do anything about it, one must first accept the reality that we have a shit team. We have shit coaches, and we are a shit organization. The lack of accountability has gone from a whispered conspiracy theory to a cry for help on a megaphone. It's shocking to think that Sean Payton was able to compensate for this much incompetency. And perhaps this is the real reason why he's been, he had been wanting to leave New Orleans for the last four years. And now we're stuck with a coach who is a buffoon. And he has no people skills. And he can stare a problem right in the face for so long and do nothing about it. Not only do nothing about it, but it will actively state that we're going to keep doing what we're doing. When interviewed at halftime. We've been dragged down into a pit of misery that's reminiscent of the Ditka years or even the 80s. And the only thing that the leadership of this organization, especially Dennis Allen, have accomplished is to have completely erased the shine that Sean Payton and Drew Brees left on the organization. One might go so far as to say that they've led the Saints directly into a tailspin. tailspin. So put your seatbelts on, keep your hands and legs inside your earbuds at all times, and enjoy the show. <laughs> on the show this week, we have Wesley, James, Scott, and Jason. And I would like for this show's first segment, we can do some game recap, but I really want to hurry up and get to where we just rip Dennis Allen and the coaching staff to shreds. You kind of teed up on that last night on the Instant Reaction Show. I want to follow up with it. Uh, but I mean, is there anything left to say about this game or can we just get right into the overall state of the saints? I mean, we should, we should at some point circle around to our, uh, one thumb, one finger. One finger, one thumb, keep moving. One finger, one thumb, keep moving. One finger, one thumb, keep moving. 
Uh, just two fingers, no thumb. All right. I mean, does anybody? Yeah. I mean, like, do we have enough thumbs to give out to this for the Pittsburgh game? Yeah. Juwan Johnson got a thumb. Caden Ellis for sure. You, you did call out Caden Ellis last night though on the uh, on the yeah. instant reaction, so I think you can have that one. Okay. I mean, you stole the one that I was going to take, but never mind. <laughs> Um, I mean, PJ Williams can get one. One, it's it's terrible on your defense when your deep safety gets eleven tackles. That's a freaking problem. Um, but um, I don't know if we've had a deep safety have eleven tackles because they normally miss tackles. So um, in a game where we had maybe he he did have a missed tackle where three of his teammates stood there and watched him get kind of semi ran over, knocked off a person, but he did have eleven tackles, including nine solos, which is, I mean, at least he's out there trying. I'm going to give my thumbs up to Chris Olave for surviving that hit on the sideline, but he still had his usual set of catches. Um, yeah, I'm not quite sure how uh, for a man who missed a couple of games or missed a game with a concussion two weeks ago did not get another concussion from that hit. Um, and to be fair, he catches that ball. He he caught that ball until the the big hit, and I mean, which knocked it on the way down. But he did exactly what he needed to do, knowing the guy was there to absorb. And I mean catch that ball who's else got a thumb he wants to jam in there so what i'm gonna do is carefully sneak up on him and jam my thumb in its butthole jason you're you're doing the fucking there's another i'll give a thumb to blake gilligan yeah best pun he's had in a year and a half yeah that's sad this this is really (laughs) tough this week isn't it are you gonna give a a thumb to rashid shaheed for having a 23 yard average on uh kickoff returns and i'll I'll give it his toe catch. to Will Lutz for making a couple of kicks. If I'd have told y'all a couple of, uh, I mean, a few months ago that we were going to have a game this season where Cesar Ruiz was clearly our best offensive lineman, that <laughs> would have been a bold prediction. Lost, sure lost, lost your mind. But even with Ramcheck there, I mean, he Ruiz had a great game again. Going to need Cesar Ruiz to be unworldly this weekend. <laughs> well. We'll find out. All right. Uh, fingers. Who is giving a middle finger to? Oh, wait. Now this, yeah, the first one you were you were hesitant because you couldn't think of anybody that would earn the now thumb. Now you got to Right. You're hesitating. It's, it, I'm going through <laughs> the list of people who it could possibly. I mean, we'll give Jason Dennis Allen. I mean, he I mean, he clearly wants yeah. to expound on that. I, I was, I actually wasn't, but I, look, I've, I've been on Allen long enough. I was, I was on Allen very early. Uh, I hate, I hate to say that I was proven right, but I was proven right. Guy sucks. I saw it early. A lot of, it took a while for people to come around and now you just see the floodgates opened. Everybody's on Allen. So oh, it's I mean, been it, a tsunami today. It's not been the floodgates opening. I, if, if it's just the, I mean, this is just the game, right? Not the organization. Cause I'd give a finger to Mickey Loomis. That's who I'd give I'm, it to. Right. It's for the game. Well, we're talking about the right. game. Yeah. I know. So, I know. I mean, and, and I'll just say Pete Carmichael's getting mine. Um, there you go. With, with just specifically this game. I mean, so as whatever Dennis Allen's doing wrong, which I agree is a lot, one thing we are not going to say is that Dennis Allen is calling offensive plays. No. He's not, he's, he's overseeing the operation, but he's not um, during the week going through the game plan. Um, where Pete Carmichael is deciding, and, and he's not the guy that's going to walk over to Pete Carmichael in the middle of the game and go, hey, it's the third quarter, and Taysom has two touches, giving the ball six times before the quarter's over, or get off my sideline. Dennis Allen's not going to do that. We knew that. That's not his personality. So he's letting Pete Carmichael do his job, and he's doing a terrible job. Um, we've, we won three games this year, 
One of them was 100% because of Taysom Hill, and he's barely touched the ball since that game that was six weeks ago, six games ago. He's barely touched the ball. Um, it makes no sense, and maybe uh, handing it to Taysom Hill 20 times doesn't work, but we should figure out that it doesn't work because it worked once. And I don't. I came on here after that, going, "Hey, everybody, chill out. This is his once a year game." But I didn't think it was his once a year game because we weren't going to attempt to have him have five touches in a game again. That that's just absolutely insane to me. Um, and again, we get to three plays, the three most important plays of the season, um, as Nick was talking about. We run behind two of them. We run straight into the back of two guys that don't belong on the team um, trying to get a yard. And then we throw a underthrown 50-50 ball to Kevin White. Now, again, to be fair, we look at the screenshot. Kevin White was open by a few yards. But Kevin White was going to probably drop the damn ball anyway. So, I mean, I, I'm yeah, it sucks that Andy Dalton underthrew him by five yards. But, I mean, was Kevin White going to catch it? I don't know. I mean, it's a, not a 50-50 ball because it was between Kevin White and the defender. It was a 50-50 ball because you're throwing to Kevin White. It, it was it was a risk, put it that way. With Marquez Callaway, who let's just get in over this or over this. Marquez Callaway is our leading receiver last year for the season. We can talk about why that is, but we still have receiver health problems. He's caught the most balls, had the most yards last year, and is deactivated so that Kevin freaking White can actually take meaningful snaps and have a dropped ball and another ball that he just didn't come down with. Yeah. So Pete Carmichael, fuck you. I mean, I yeah. remember Carmichael didn't even want to be here. He didn't even want this job. I'm not sure of that. I mean, I, I think there's a lot to that story that we just have no idea. I mean, I think from what was out there, we can put that together. I don't, I mean, I don't think he'd be here if he didn't want to be here. Andy Dalton he doesn't know how to be a head coach. Well, and also I believe that somewhere along this, that Dennis Allen probably has asked Jeff. Pete, Hey, who do you want to be the quarterback of your offense? And at some point in the last few weeks, he said Andy Dalton's name multiple times. So fuck you for that too. I mean, it's like Jeff Saturday is a better coach than Dennis Allen because he gets well, results. So I'll just, Jason sort of alluded to this. I'll take it to another level. But so one thing that we can't be mad at Dennis Allen about, like if somebody just came and said, Hey, Jeff, do you want to be the head coach of the saints? We're going to pay you a couple million dollars a year. I mean, you wouldn't go, I'm not qualified for that. You no, go, sure you go no. take the job. You do it. So yeah. Our organization went into this offseason. And now I can argue that there was things that make sense to say, hey, great defense. Let's keep it, keep going with what we're building. Let's try to make it look like Sean never left by putting Dennis Allen in and keep keep the ball rolling. But they didn't interview anybody. They interviewed who they had to to, the Rooney had rule. to interview people. This was Dennis Allen's job inside the organization it was a hundred percent his job the interviews that they gave to other people were fake interviews and dennis allen shouldn't turn down the job um but somewhere along the line there should have been of hey as the defensive coordinator this is how you handle situations how are you going to handle them as a head coach where is this what happens if this happens and i guarantee you none of that happened so i mean that's that's pretty questionable too um for an organization whose leadership gets a whole lot of credit for Sean Payton did not want to come here after interviewing here. He waited on another job, which found I didn't get. And Drew Brees and his wife did not want to come here. We we got guys because they didn't have another choice of where to go. So, I mean, our organization gets a whole lot of credit for pairing those two people together. But did they? I mean, Faith and Katrina and them other 
Drew's injury and the Green Bay Packers hiring somebody else put those two people here. And they didn't do good on this interview either, this hiring process. No. Or picking no, no, a no. quarterback. They yeah. we, we haven't done that in 16 years. And I don't know if 16 yeah. years ago we did it correctly. It's just what we ended up with. And it worked out really fucking well for us. Yeah, I was having a chat with somebody else in the UK Saints group chat today. And, and he was saying that, you know, just one one bad season doesn't mean the organization is in a bad place. And I was like, well, I, I think we looked into Peyton and Breeze in 2006. So, so far, Mickey Loomis is one good, one bad with his head coaching search. Like you said, Wesley, apart from Drew Breeze, the quarterbacks, that's that's not good. But again, it's not like that's we recruited him coach, and though, sold right? him on the job. He came here and left here going, I'm not taking that job. I'm going to Green Bay. And then saw on the news that Green Bay hired somebody else and was like, hey, you guys still interested in me? <laughs> I mean, same thing. Drew left here like the, to go the, take the... a job in Miami. And Nick Saban was giving him the job. And a doctor said, we're not signing that guy. And so Drew was like, uh, hey, you guys still interested in me? So, I mean, it's not like we recruited both of that, them successfully. This gives, me, this gives me little to no hope that there's ever a future for this organization other, unless we fall ass backwards into success again. Which can And that's what happened. We fell ass backwards into it. We didn't manufacture that success. Is what you're, The narrative that you're telling is I mean, it's possible. success was a mistake. We messed up. We even messed up success. We are we are the Cleveland Browns, the Jacksonville Jaguars. We are that's our that's our club. I mean, look at our history. We just got that, lucky. I mean, yeah, look at our history. I mean, our organization has been shit until Jim Moore got here. And even then, it's like, oh, we finally made it and to the and playoffs. And he had a few years of success, right? He made the playoffs Still couldn't win times. a playoff game. Couldn't right. win a playoff game. Made it four times. Him, and then quit you know, because of shit fell apart so badly. I mean, we had Ditka, Hazlitt. I mean, you know, it's been one shit coach after the other. We and, and lucky with And the Bayern. problem is we stick with shitty. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's when you, it's like, again, all the fans, we've all seen, like, this is shit. We all see it. The media sees it. Everybody's calling it for what it is. The only people ignoring it, probably just because they refuse to admit that they are shit, are themselves. Well, and then again, me- today, the press conferences with Dennis Allen. Yesterday, after the game, the press conferences. Like, I'm sorry, but I, I, I don't need to listen to the press conferences anymore because it's the same shit every week. Yeah, I mean, to sit here our- and say, "Oh, we we're not tackling. We were getting too many penalties." Yeah. That's what it's been since week one. And you haven't done anything about it. You've either ignored it or you failed to address the situation. Y'all said it last yesterday. We are so undisciplined. And I'm sorry, that is a coaching thing. Yes, these are professionals. And yes, they should know to play better. But it is still coaching. Sean Payton was able to get a turn this everybody into a disciplined football team. Did you see the Giants coach after they got a false start the other day? He no. went over to every offensive lineman, sat them down on the bench, and screamed at them Yep, about how they fucked up the entire pl- yeah. play and the drive, and that was unacceptable. He was red in his face, screaming and spitting on all of them. Don't walk away from me when I'm talking to you. You get a goddamn I job before really sundown, or we're what, shipping you off to military school with a goddamn Finkelstein shit kid. Son of a bitch. And there wasn't a single one of them going like, what are you talking about? He, I mean, he lit them up and maybe that's not every coaching style, right. but at least it's some sort of passion. 
And I mean, no, here's Dennis what I'll say. Allen is, is there, a, it's a pansy. There's and I mean, a, the there's flower. A, not, there's a not decent chance. And we, we wouldn't know this. There's a decent chance that there's already been a conversation with Dennis Allen or a decision in the organization that he's not going to be back next year. I will say that even if they've made that decision, I don't think you can fire him right now in week 11 because then you make the job like undesirable to someone else. Um, and cause whatever person's going to look at this and go, okay, he had 12 people out one starting offensive lineman. Andy Dalton is his quarterback. Marshawn Lattimore out the, the 12 offensive, 12 starters out out of 22 starters. Why would I go work for those people? And that's unreasonable because you can't fire him because of week 10. You have to make it about what he's done the entire season. Right. And yeah. I think that'd be really tough right the, now to explain. Yeah. Um, but his pattern of failure, and you go back to the Raiders days, I mean, this is no different than what he did in Oakland and or wherever he was, Vegas. I don't know wherever. But it is clear that if the Saints keep him around, like there's no – like this guy, the leopard's not changing its spots. Dennis Allen is a wet blanket. He's a wet paper towel. He's a dead fish, whatever. Call it whatever you want. He's He's a limp dick is what he is. That's what he is. And he's turning this team into a bunch of limp dicks. He already has. Yeah. Yeah. Jason, well, if you were to fuck this organization, you would, I would not fuck a, it with a limp dick. Be, I would you not wouldn't be able to. Yeah. <laughs> You'd get gonorrhea. Middle fingers. Like to, I'm going to give, can I give my middle finger to the secondary? Do it. Well, you can't give it to Chris Harris. Okay, but I mean, I just looked at the, okay, so just, we gave up one, two, three, four, five first downs on penalties penalties. and on defense. Lonta Taylor gave up three. It was every single one of them was an incomplete pass. So it would have like second down would have been third, third and eight would have had to punt. Second and nine would have been third and nine. Second and seven would have been third and seven. Third and five would have been fourth and five. I mean, they're not just first downs. They're drive extending penalties. And granted, one of them, like everybody says, wasn't really shouldn't have been called, but whatever. It doesn't matter. I mean, well, that one led to a touchdown. That one would made them yeah. try a field goal, which they probably were going to miss because they their kicker sucks. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's not just the penalties. It's the it, 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 that's the thing. It's not just the things. It's that the things are so monumental in yeah, the I context mean, of the game. That's def- definitely discipline and um, like effort during the most, you know important parts of the game yeah and there's no focus again, we can i mean I, I told y'all earlier that like i'll say that i'm not disgusted by our win total as much anymore by what i'm the effort that i'm seeing on the field and the fact that we've been talking about the same things like you said jeff from week one to week 11 it's i mean and we're not seeing improvements from a defensive coach in week 11 he's talking about yeah tackling is t- from techniques we know. Why didn't y'all work on that in the preseason? <laughs> and like, it's again, listen, between it's, weeks not one just, and two, it's not just that our, three, or three our and starters four. were getting penalties and now our backups are doing it. And so there's things that you can blame on injury and there's things that you can blame on. Oh, a guy from my practice squad is playing an important role. And then there's things that just overall, the entire team is, is, is doing wrong. Um, we look unprepared to play football games. And we, we said that in week one, no game we said that week one, two, and three. Well, wow, this looks like our preseason. Cause maybe we weren't tackling in training camp and we didn't play enough starters in the preseason. I think all of us were saying that going, but by week four, you guys wait, we're going to get warmed up and y'all are in trouble. 
it's week 11. It still looks like we didn't have a preseason. I mean, it's, and it's just, it's just crazy. Um, if we were just losing games because we're starting third stringers and our opponent has starters right. and they're more talented than us and they're, their talented starters are faster and stronger and more experienced than our guys. I'm completely okay with that. To me, that's not what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a team that doesn't look like they have a game plan going in and ready to play football. Right. There's no leadership. I mean, so here's a question for Jason and Scott. You both said at the beginning, whenever we kept Pete Carmichael on as offensive coordinator, that it was going to be a retread. I think you're, it's time. That, that would be can, great. I, right. I, I think it's time <laughs> that you both can at least admit that you were wrong about that. I wish y'all were right about it being a retread. Jeez. <laughs> because well, they are think, doing nothing like Sean. Well, I, I think the problem is, and, and two is that Sean Payton's offense I think was more geared towards a quarterback like Drew Brees. I've said this before, you know, a quarterback like him with his skill set, you have to be able to adjust your offense to the skill set of your quarterback a little bit. And I don't find, I think they're still trying to run the same offense that Drew ran without making adjustments. And I kind of mentioned, I think before by college coaches, they recruit the kind of quarterback they want, but they also adjust their offense to the quarterback that they have and <clears throat> not to get you believe that the offense play calling that we've seen for the past 11 weeks is the same play calling that we've seen in the last two years under Sean Payton it's not the play calling necessarily it's it's just the the, well, the some offense. of it is I mean you look at the fourth and one or the third and one where we don't put Taysom in the game I mean it's well, just Sean Payton would have put yeah, yeah, he would have. Or Drew so would have jumped over the top. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about that the other day. Like, Drew was so successful at doing that. I've not seen one other quarterback in the entire NFL to do the leaps that Drew Brees used to do. Most of them can't I, jump. Well, I don't understand why nobody has mirrored that. Like, it makes no sense at all. Maybe but, they just they just can't do it. Because their guys, like, their guys physically can't jump. I don't believe I mean, that. I mean, the other thing is, is you I mean, telling me like um, Pat Mahomes can't jump or yeah, think, Joe think, Burrow I, can't I, jump. I, I think I, I, I think that neither one of them could dunk a basketball at any point in their life. I bet you and Joe Burrow and Drew can dunk a basketball, dunk a basketball. Did you bail out like, Joe Burrow in front of Scott? Oh my like God! Scott. High school. I mean, what are you Joe doing? Burrow. He could be all pro in the NBA. Joe yeah. Burrow is Scott Spielbrasky. I almost think you know what y'all want to try the whole. Everybody gets a chance to be everything. Why don't we just let Chris Richard be a head coach for the next game? I don't know. Just try it. Like y'all switch out, and then he the next be, week Ryan Nielsen can come in and you be a head coach for a game. He should Let's just keep because, a rotating carousel of who's going to be the head coach each week. Fuck it. Give should, Pete, Pete Carmichael a chance. At least it. we at least we'd have some some intrigue and something to look forward to. I mean, to. like, yeah, let's do something like we gotta almost think like a bad NBA team where you gotta come up with other reasons to make people want to come to the games and support the team. Hey, we're gonna shoot t-shirts out of cannons. They should do we like can watch George Jackie Costanza. Moon wrestle a bear <laughs> at halftime. They, sh they should do like George Costanza if every think instinct you have is wrong you just need to do the opposite i'm literally <laughs> thinking that yeah like that's what, that's what they gotta do. do and then like i mean you can see him finally getting a little at least he's getting frustrated but the problem is he's getting frustrated with the media who's calling him out he's not getting frustrated with the performance of the team that's the worst of it if he's finally showing us any semblance of emotion which isn't even much but it's directed at the people who are calling him out 
think probably he's avoiding the public um, damning of his players because that might tip the dressing room over the edge. Well, he but at least he it shows that because, you care and want something different to happen. And he shouldn't be. See, this is the thing, right? I don't want him or other coaches calling players out because this is not necessarily on the players. It is on the leadership. It's on them. They need to call themselves out. And if they're going to say, yeah, well, you know, so okay. the running game is what, what do he say? Oh. What was the quote? The running game is a, is a symptom of running the ball or something or tackling is important or something like that. I mean, first of all, the shit that he says is stupid. The other thing is he's clearly avoiding admitting that he is willing oh, to make well, a mistake. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm a the... player and I have a coach who's willing to, who is refusing to acknowledge his own issues. He has no fucking integrity. Own I'm, your I'm gonna, own mistakes, bro. I'm going to go the other way. Those employee, those, those uh, players are employees of Dennis Allen directly working for him. And he is their boss telling them what to do and put them in position. And today I didn't expect this, but what should have happened is he should have come out and said, yeah, we know tackling's a problem. We've been talking about it for 11 weeks. I have been in practice every day, yelling at these guys, telling them how to practice. We've gone back and broken it down like they're peewee football players, showed them how to properly tackle, and now it's on them. I've told them enough, and they're just not trying, and it's on them. Do you believe he can say that honestly? Do you believe he's been doing that? He has to. Yeah, of course. I don't believe. See, that's the thing. I don't think they have addressed it. But he, I mean, at at some point, he's got to realize that he's not. He is not employed by the players. He's employed by the organization um, who's supported by the fans. And I mean, those questions he's being asked need to be answered. And I think I that agree. we all deserve an answer now. Yeah. Um, I, but I, I don't think he can honestly say what you are saying, Wesley. Like if you were the coach, maybe I don't. That's the problem is I don't think he's done those things. The, you heard it from Jeff. The problem is I'm not the coach. <laughs> I'll be in New Orleans this weekend. If I need to, <laughs> well, I mean, you'd be just you as good. As I can't do worse than Jeff Saturday. Right. Perhaps you should go into uh, airline over during the week and, uh, and walk around like Sean Payton did. You should be the coach. They need even. to bring James in to play offensive line. Yeah, I mean, uh, and Jason, yeah, I'll take Aaron Donald one on one. Jason, can you jump? No, I cannot. Well, then I can maybe jump like three inches. Shit. That's it. Well, I then, cannot like, run a quarterback. Can, so then you're no different than every other quarterback. Scott's got a beard like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Maybe he can play quarterback. <laughs> He's got the beard. Damn right. Uh, yeah. Ryan there. Fitzpatrick is six foot four, whereas Scott's four foot four. So there might be a bit of a. Hey, hey, hey! I'm, I'm the inverse relationship. Than that. It's it, it is like four foot seven. A, kind of amazing. Now you're just seeing the the reaction, and I hate. I don't ever want to see the Saints in a bad way. Like I don't like what I'm seeing right now and I'm not happy about it. But I've been saying for a while now that this organization I didn't think was very good. I I think a lot of people in that building just don't know what the hell they're doing and this season is really just now proving it for everybody. How much how much do you think Gail is responsible? I, I don't think she I think she's she, well she's responsible in that she hires the guys to run it. Mm-hmm. She just writes the checks but do, do, do you and i guess where i'm getting at like yeah i don't right gail didn't walk in the room and be like i want dennis allen to be my coach but she's not jerry jones but no, she, she she's talks? she's gonna she's gonna defer to her <laughs> you never heard her Doesn't she's gonna defer like to, her, to her little she sounds like jerry jones, uh, to her little dennis allen to be my coach she's just gonna defer to her top oh my <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't we think she does. We need to do a character, Gail, every week. I, <laughs> it needs to be the. In, oh, I do declare <laughs> today was a horrible performance. 
she defers to Laoshan Loomis and and that crew. Yeah, she's, she's got her she's in, her circle. She's in those meetings and interviews just to go. Here's how I want the organization to be seen in the community, and here's how I want to be perceived publicly, and here's how you know you we'd like for you to lead the the organization and the blah blah. She's she's not in there asking him about what's your leadership style, who are you going to confront, right. who are you going to rely on. So, I guess in the for me that's a problem because I don't want an owner who's meddling like Jerry Jones, but I also don't want an owner that is so absent that she just blind has to blindly trust and like, no, she can't hold these people accountable if she's not. Well, she's the wife of a guy Jeff, that ran. Jeff, uh, what, where ran did you just say? I said accountable. Where did you I said accountable. Oh, I'm on the accountability train. Hold on. She's the. Oh, no. You're basically basically asking for her to sell the team because she's the widow of a guy that owned Carlots. She's not she's not in any type of position whatsoever that she should be doing what you just suggested. No, but at all. But can she not? No, she's a recognize that she can go pick up jewelry. She's probably very rich like dresses. Right. Like she, shoes, she's probably really well, going to pick shoes. Well, then we're fucked. Okay, because we are owned by someone who knows nothing about owning an NFL football team. Tom Benson wanted to move us to San Antonio a couple of years before we won the Super Bowl, and we still won the Super Bowl. He he was not any type of like owner that knew anything. Tom about Benson was a besides savvy Loomis, business, but he was a well, savvy businessman. He was not a rich housewife. Well, he was I've a savvy businessman, but the key that, that you have to hire, you have to have the right people running it. And right now, I don't trust that the people that are in there are the right but, people to run on. it. Who was running it when Tom Benson was there? Same people. Well, when Jim people. Finks was the GM, that's when things got good. When Jim Finks died and Bill Kaherick, the fucking inco- Dennis Allen's dad, probably uh, <laughs> became the GM. Everything went to shit. And it was not until Mickey Loomis came around. Because Or, or we really? No, Mueller. it was not until Sean Payton and Drew Brees. That's who was running it. Yeah, but it was Mickey Loomis as the GM, right? Or did Mueller bring... Who brought in uh, Sean Mueller? Brought in Loomis who, as his cap guy. They who fired brought in the, Mueller. Who brought in the great Aaron Brooks? So y'all need to like put some respect on somebody else's name. Randy Mueller. Exactly. Yeah. So it was a good GM is where success starts. So do we need to have a Mickey Loomis conversation? Maybe. I mean, yes, he needs to go back I, to being the capologist. That's his. That's his strength. His wheelhouse is the cap. No, because he's, he's been replaced by somebody way better at it than him. Okay, yeah. well then he's not. He's doesn't. Need to be <laughs> I mean, he's. Can we? Look, yeah. Maybe Mickey should just retire. We. What's K- Jeff Kai Harley is not somebody we could afford to lose. But what about Jeff Ireland? Can Mickey we steps down and Ireland becomes GM and Harley is the cap guy? Ireland hasn't been interviewed for a general manager job ever. Like there's there's something well, that we're all P- missing. Pete Carmichael wasn't hired for OCs, and we brought him. Come on, and Saturday has no experience coaching football, and he won a game. <laughs> I mean, here he hasn't in a few years. I'm sure. I mean, well, I, I I I might have been a few years then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I mean, he definitely has been rumored to be leaving the Saints, and I think so. There's there's something that I mean that necessarily we don't all see. That's. Uh, yeah. He's not. I think every year we've gone for a while. Going, oh, we're going to use lose Jeff Ireland, and then we'll will we still be able to draft. He's not even getting interviews. So okay, well then, if if Mickey, let's say Mickey, let's say Mickey just retires. He says, I'm I'm done with it. I've had enough. He won't. He'll and, move up in the company. He'll he'll and, move up in the organization with the Pelham be a president of 
blah blah blah. And then who's who's this? And it's gonna Dude, be like, I'm I'm fine to, with to keeping Mickey guy. like let Mickey be a part of the organization like the Superdome like let him go do shit with Benzel or yeah whatever. he'll he'll always be an employee of of the organization of the organizations which actually I don't know. Well, isn't he one of the executives of Tom that. Maybe that's will. the problem is because you keep the same fucking people around and they get comfortable they get lazy they get corrupt they get you know like it's just like New Orleans politics it's like Latoya running the program Listen, here us us being bad this year i don't think is a um is necessarily something negative to say about the organization or the people running it we're supposed to be bad losing peyton and breeze in a couple of years and the injuries what our problem is is that we didn't realize we were going to be bad we or this we bad. did not we did not like treat this offseason like we were a team trying to win our division because our division would be bad i would understand that we treated it like a team that was on the precipice of winning the Super Bowl. And I got it if we did a few things of, hey, and I, get the, suck. I get the confidence. I our get division's going to suck. Let's try to win the division. We went all in like we're just taking it to the house. We were right about our division sucking. We were wrong about us ever having any opportunity to be competitive for the Super Bowl. And I'm scared that we're going to do it next year because I said this the other day. Our division's going to be really bad next year. Desmond Ritter is not going to be a good quarterback for the Falcons, maybe ever, but definitely for a few years. He needs a lot of work. And then Carolina is going to have a rookie. I mean, and then, I mean, Tampa Bay, no telling what they're going to do. Kyle Trask is not going to be their starting quarterback. And if he is, they're going it's, to be I mean, really and I bad. Get your first goal is to win your division and so on and so on and so on. But, but I mean, even we if can't we were able to win by that the, thing. NFC, the shitty NFC South, we're not a relevant football team in the NFL. And I don't think we will be as long as Dennis Allen is the coach. Right. I, I'm just saying, I think we need to admit that to be, and we should have admitted it this last year. And believe me, I liked the Matthew signing. I liked the Jarvis Landry signing. That's fun. Um, but like, and I, again, I understood us throwing everything out the window to try to get a premier top five quarterback and then lock him into our team. I understood that once that wasn't happening, we should have been like, Hold on. I know we just cleared a lot of money, but we can't spend any of this because the thing that was worth pursuing a top five quarterback isn't coming through the door. So now we're not. It's like we got tees of, hey, we're we get royally, this top five quarterback. Right, right. We are we can royally fucked by not having We didn't pick. get the quarterback. We're like, right. were we just talking about being a Super Bowl contender? Like Maybe we are. And it just seems like there was a. <laughs> non-realistic expectation. We're maybe jumping two conclusions going so far as to say like the, it's rooted in the entire organization I mean, right now i can get out my jump to conclusions i know yeah, i know I, and, I and look, you're probably look you're probably prophesizing what will ultimately become the truth i mean but at the same time if we if we are gonna limit ourselves to only using factual objective things then ignorant that's ignorant you, you you can you have to stop at the coaching right now because we don't yet know if they're going to do something about it in the off season, if they fire Dennis Allen, then Oh, maybe they are better than we think they are. But if they keep him and you go into the next season with nothing really changing, then we can really start pulling fire alarms around this organization. Or we keep Dennis Allen because it assures us the number one overall pick next year. That's another option. Right. And that, that could just be genius, right? That could be strategic. 
I mean, but but they've got to announce it. They've got to say to the fans, hey, everybody, we're doing this on purpose. Don't give up. Trust <laughs> us. We're, we're keeping Dennis Allen because we want to suck. Yeah, yeah. that's not going to happen. That's how they should do it, I think. Jason, there's a pretty good chance you'll be able to upgrade your uh, season tickets. Yeah, I'm good where I'm at. I don't. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to pay him any more money. Well, that's the funny thing. Their tickets are never going to go lower in price, right? No. Yeah, and you're going to struggle it's to like sell gas. your tickets like next year. Believe me. Yeah, you have a new. I never sell. I go to all the games. I never sell them anyway. No, but if you wanted to, right? All right, let's 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 move on. Uh, in the interest of time, into Saints preview. And this one is where the Saints will be hosting the Los Angeles Rams Sunday at noon. Jason, your noon kickoff's back. They're going to be back for a while. I'm excited. It's the, it's the one good thing to come out <laughs> Another of Another good thing about this, right? Saints won't so, have many games. Games. Sure. so many no new Matt games. No Matt Stafford, no Cooper Cup. Well, Staff- I, still think, I still think we lose this game because I, I don't think, think the offense is going to be able to do anything. With the they're still going to have Aaron Donald. Yeah, Staff- Stafford's concussion may be better by then. Well, I'm sure I saw a tweet today that said that they're both uh, doubtful. Oh. Oh, okay. I really, I'm looking ahead, and, and there'll be miraculous recoveries. The oh, of day course before. they will. Yeah, <laughs> I, and, will. and we'll, we'll Odell actually, Beckham will be back. We'll actually have more people land on the injury report between now and Thursday, <laughs> somehow. Um, See, I mean, the Rams are pretty shitty too. Don't get me wrong, and, and maybe we can again accidentally win this game. But I, I just feel we like are favored. Oh, that's the line just, has us like favored. That fucking matters. Uh. I just don't see us winning another football game this year, except maybe the Browns game. Actually, no, the Browns are actually decent. They're going to have Deshaun Watson, Watson will be back by then. This is, this is actually the one game out of all the remaining games that we... Like, Carolina. If we're, if we're going to have a best shot at winning. Carolina, Atlanta. That's okay. what I'm putting it on. Okay. We haven't, we haven't lost at Tampa for a while either. What about the Eagles? How funny would that be if the Eagles come into New Orleans? Well, they're not. We're going to, not. We're going I mean, to Philadelphia. So. You know, well, no, what the Eagles, the Eagles are probably going to have a chance to where they could rest their starters because they'll have their division locked up, but they're going to beat us because us having more losses gets them a better draft pick. So they're going to play all their starters anyway. They're going to beat they don't the shit out to. of us. Yeah. They're going to rub it in our faces. See, I don't think so. I think I think we're going to be the us one. What we we're going to be the surprising team that actually gives them their one loss, and we get to pop the champagne because they are not undefeated. Yeah. No, the seventy-two means. Miami Dolphins will be very appreciative. Yeah. So still gonna predict that we're going to win the game, though. The big question is: Do we do do we see Jameis Winston this week? I hope yes. so. Got to at this point, like why the fuck not? I mean, Dennis Allen actually even said. We have to evaluate the quarterback situation, which is his pussyfooting around the way of saying we're changing quarterbacks. But of course, he can't just like be honest and say it. Why? And that that again goes back to he's such a fucking pussy is right, because you can't. Why can't you fucking say our starting quarterback is now healthy enough to play? Or even if it's not 100 percent, we're putting our starting quarterback, the guy we're paying the money to, we're putting him back in the position to play the game. Why can't you say that? So what are you scared of? Does Andy Dalton have pictures of you fucking somebody? There is a chance Hurst and Pete come back. There's a chance that Lattimore um, is back. Um, stuff like that. So yeah, right. 
Still no penning this week. Yeah, right. There's a chance Michael Probably, Thomas. Comes no, back Penning's to, not going to Probably not. No, no. He he's not even practicing. He's I'm, just at yeah. the facility, walking in a regular shoe and warming up and doing stuff like that. But you know, he's, I, he's, 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 I mean, I've the reached point, the point that these people who are not practicing and they're injured are done for the year. Yeah, but we got to the point with Penning where it might just be better to sit him for the year and no, bring him. Got to get him experience. Uh, yeah, no, I'd rather get him some reps. Got to got to get him reps. You yeah. Got. Yeah. Getting back healthy enough to where you know, I mean, his his injuries, he's recovering from surgery. He's not going to re-injure it. That 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 might be the most fun thing to watch for the rest of the year. Then him and Jameis, and 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 Jameis, not so much fun, but more like I think you've said on the show, Wesley, a couple of weeks now is you've got to get Jameis in here just to know is is he next year's quarterback? I mean, we've right. got him under contract. Are like, we throwing he- away the twelve million dollars we owe him, or are we is he our quarterback? Right, you got to know this. And that again, that even goes back to like at least Dennis Allen could even say that. Look, we're going to put Jameis in because we have to know. I mean, just Makes say that. You could, at this point, like the season's lost, the season's done. At this point, it's a science experiment. Nine to Bring seven Saints. Seventeen, thirteen Saints. Oh, you're counting on a defensive touchdown. I see you. <laughs> but if Jameis plays, <laughs> if Jameis he's going to hit Shahid for an eighty-yard bomb. Mark my words. No, we'd be starting at the 10. It'd need to be a 90-yard bomb. Okay, 90-yard bomb. Sorry. We, we don't start yeah, at the 20. Take, it, take 13, the penalties into account. Yeah, if yeah, Jameis yeah. plays 13-10 Saints, if Andy Dalton plays 10-9 Rams. I'm just not even going to put a score up for Dalton play, plays. I'll just be so upset. 10-6 Rams. Makes sense. It's like a shit show. We have no fucking offense whatsoever. No, well, again, we have no offensive linemen. We... It, it is going to be different if Jameis plays. I do think we can score more. I'm just, I said I was going to not pick the Saints until they win, other than the Atlanta game. That's yeah. what I'm doing. All right. All right. Let's do pickums. It's all about the king for like the rest. Your failure is my success. It's all about control. We make it. I will deliver the pain. You can't take it. I'm in control. Would you like the standings? Yes, I guess. I think I think we had a rough week. Oh, the whole fucking league had a rough week because everybody who wasn't supposed to win won, or at least covered. In first place, after a two-week not knowing, right? Uh, the mailman, uh, with a thirty-one and nineteen record, followed by second place, only one game behind, a tie between Jason and James. Mm. Then we have, but James is actually leading because it's J A M before J A S. So, and I'm in the future. So that suck. Yeah. Uh, then J.A. Orella, Mr. Coach Klein, then me, drummer, Jambalaya Brothers, Wesley, Mark Brennan, Big Easy Guy, Jean, Tom Ensign. That's all your leader, your winning percentages. Scott is 500. Ali Gibbs is 500. Ben is 500. So, ooh, that 500 club is bad. And then uh, the losing bracket it's Paul Perrette, Sands Hobbs, Neil, Trevor Bruno. Uh, well, actually, Neil would be the bo- uh, the last qualifier, and then Trevor, Christian, Mino, Farmer, PX Saber, and Wayno all have missed too many weeks to be in contention. All right, I almost uh, I almost went with two sh- shitty games this week because it was a uh, some dicey Saints and Rams. If we could pick, I really I'm dying to pick it. Uh, we have the Dolphins, Seahawks, Bucks, and Jags on a bye this week. So our first matchup, oh, we'll go to the AFC East, the New York Jets. Coming off a bye uh, this past week after getting a big win in Buffalo the week prior, they traveled to New England to pay a Patriots team that was also 
on a bye last week. Uh, these teams are battling. Man, the, the AFC East is actually kind of tough. All four teams have a winning record right now. Um, it's in New England, and the Pats are favored by three. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Same. Yep. Taking the Jets, please. They've just got something about them this year. I'm going to take the Pats. Really? Separation. Yeah. Uh, next game, the Dallas Cowboys coming off an overtime loss to Green Bay yesterday. They traveled to Minnesota to play a Vikings team that is now sitting here. What are they? Eight and one. Eight and one. Yep. Eight Insane. and one. Insane. They had the crazy game with Buffalo yesterday. Feel better about that London game. Jefferson, just an unreal that, catch. That, that catch was insane. The best catch I've ever seen. It's crazy. Minnesota just keeps finding. They keep getting doubted, and they keep finding ways to win. It's it's crazy. They're only yeah. a game behind the Eagles. It's in Minnesota, and they're actually getting one point at home. What? How? Because oh, they totally taking Minnesota. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Easiest yeah, pick of the week. Yeah. Vikings, please. I've already put everybody down for Minnesota. Good. Thank you. And no, I mean everybody, like Dally Gibbs, Ben, the easy guy, John, the mailman. No, John. no, Ben, Ben, Ben wouldn't pick them. Oh, Ben's gonna take Dallas, you're right. Yeah. Um I will also bold prediction, I will say a NFC championship game is gonna be Minnesota and the Eagles. Way to go out on the limb there. <laughs> I I think San Francisco might get there. I mean they could. All right, our next game, the Kansas City Chiefs coming off a win against the Jaguars. They sit in there at seven and two. They travel to Los Angeles to play a Chargers team that was coming off a loss last night to San Francisco. Back-to-back Sunday night games for the Chargers, hmm. uh, even with no fans in their building. Uh, the Chiefs are favored by seven. The Chargers had a big injury, a couple of big injuries last night. Kansas City looks to be rolling. I'm going to go with Kansas City. I'll take yeah. the Chargers to cover. I think Mike Williams comes back and just keeps it within seven, but Chargers will, Chargers will lose, but they'll keep it within seven. I think Mahomes is uh, is firing on all cylinders now. I'm going to take the Chiefs. Yeah, give me some burnt ends. All right, so here's where it gets interesting in terms of trying to find a, a, an entertaining game. I do think this game is will be entertaining. I think I know who we'll all pick, but it'll be very entertaining. The Chicago Bears coming off another crazy loss. They lost to the Lions. The Bears have, have scored 30 points three weeks in a row and have lost all three games. Justin Fields is going to be is going to lead the the league in rushing for a quarterback. He had like another sixty something yard run, but they still find ways to lose. They still can't throw the ball when they need to. They travel to Atlanta to play a Falcons team that is coming off a Thursday night loss to the Panthers. They fe- they falconed as they always do, <laughs> blowing that game. So it's in Atlanta. Falcons favored by three. Oh, wow. Then that's an easy one. Give me Chicago. This one's tough because I would take the Falcons if I knew that they were going to keep Mariota at quarterback. Some rumors started today and some questions started about whether or not there would be a quarterback change. If they change to Ritter, I'm 100% wanting to take the Bears. Um, I'm going to just I'm going to take the Falcons because I think they'll go one more week with Mariota. Yeah, I, I can't in any way, shape or form take the Falcons. So the Bears, same. please. Yep, same. All right. All right, and now our shitty game of the week. Here we go. Piece of shit car. I got a piece of shit car. That fucking pile of shit never gets me very far. My 
We've got the Las Vegas Raiders taking about as big of a fall or even a bigger fall than the Saints have this season. Playoff team last year, a disaster at 2-7, and seven, losing to Jeff Saturday this past weekend. Uh, Josh McDaniels, I don't know if he'll last the year or if he'll be the first to get fired. Who knows? Uh, they traveled to Denver to play a Broncos team that is also pretty terrible. They lost to the Titans last week. Giant contract for Russell Wilson. Doesn't matter. This is what shitty coaching will do. Three and six versus two and seven. And somehow, I mean, Denver's favored by two and a half. Vegas is fucking terrible. Yeah, I am we shut them out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They like, are. The fa- that's, and that's why I didn't pick them last week. Uh, so I'm sticking with it. Like, you you can not trust the Raiders. I'm going with Denver. I'm going with Denver as well. Yeah, I think I'm going with Denver. It's really tough to pick Denver. Like, they've scored in their last few games 10, 21, 9, 16, and 9 points. Like, they just... But everybody they, turns it they, around against the Vegas Raiders. Well, the, my thing with the Raiders is is watching Carr at the podium this last week. One, he was subtly calling out somebody in the locker room for not caring. Um, and it wasn't the coach because he said, I love my coach and I love my GM. And then was like, I wish everybody cared as much as some of us. And it was, I think that there, there was some fracturing going on with the Raiders and him crying at the podium wasn't a good look i mean i i don't mind showing your emotions the way he was doing it was more pouty than it was i really care about this game it was it was weird um so i think that he's broken and um, i'll take the raider or they'll take the broncos all right all right so that's your games we've got the jets at the pats new england favored by three cowboys at the vikings vikings are catching one at home chargers at I'm sorry. Chiefs at the Chargers. Chargers are getting seven at home. Bears at the Falcons. Falcons favored by three. And our shooting game, the Raiders at the Broncos. Broncos favored by two and a half. All right. Get your picks in, everybody. Tweet it to us. Hashtag pickums. Let's get into final thoughts. Anybody want to volunteer to go first or should I begin calling on people? I'll go first. All right. Andor is really fucking good. Yeah. It's been incredible. Last episode was superb. It not only makes Rogue One better, it makes the entire first trilogy better. First Would trilogy? You, the like, first trilogy? Which which first? Like the original The trilogy? originals. Okay. There's only one first trilogy. Well, you the, know what I mean. The, the, the trilogy the that Rings. matters. The trilogy. Oh. <laughs> the, well, what does it do for Lord of the Rings? I'm trying to figure this out. <laughs> yeah, my, my sister's actually in New Zealand. She went to the Shire uh, today and took pictures. So, uh, But yeah, no, Andor's been so good. It's you know, you get a showrunner who isn't a big Star Wars fan. He just wants to make good television. And this is really prestige. It's a prestige show dressed up as a Star Wars show. It's it's like Star Wars is doing what Marvel can't do for some reason. Like Marvel can't produce good series. Um, they, or or at, least, at least straight stray away from a formula. Maybe that. Yeah. That. Yeah. Um, and or yeah, like I think the first two episodes took a little while to get into. Like they were a little slow in setting it up, but the boy by number three, it was incredible. Great acting, great writing. It's it's great. Two episodes left the season, and then we get another season. All right. Next final thoughts. James. The World Cup starts this weekend. That's soccer for those of you who don't care. We're aware. Which, which means we are now only eleven days away from the grudge match between England and the USA on Friday, the 25th of November. Um, we will destroy you. Oh, oh, the day after Thanksgiving? No. Wait, what about so. the grudge match between Qatar and the Africans? 
Is there not a is that is that not being settled? Uh, I believe that's on Thursday. <laughs> um, going on the, for like five years. Men, U.S. men's soccer team is usually pretty pretty good in the first two games. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> No. They're not so, the women's so, team. Well, yeah, true. So, so yeah, so uh, it, it's a bit weird that the World Cup isn't taking place in the summer and the Premier League seasons had to be paused for six weeks. So it's going to be it's going to be a weird one. But it, yeah, it's going to be five weeks of pretty much wall to wall soccer. Uh, my wife is chuffed to bits at that. She's really looking forward to watching Qatar play Senegal and South Korea play Japan, you know, the, the all-time classics but yeah i mean it, it's it's um the world cup's always fun um and uh from from my point of view hopefully england will go at least one step further than they did in uh in, in 2018 um yeah it's a nice sorry, that's not a saints to... final thought but there's yeah, nothing else okay. to say about that. final thoughts you can say what you want jason talk it, about andor england's not gonna do okay like i heard that they cut ronaldo today i mean they're not gonna be able to absorb that and uh are they going to be able to still find somebody to replace yeah, him? Yeah, the England national team will be fine without that preening, pompsy little prick. Tell us how you really feel. Oh, I, it, I, I can't we tell. We wouldn't be able to air the show. <laughs> <laughs> Wesley, final thoughts. Uh, yeah, uh, super way too early prediction, um, but uh, LSU is going to gradually over the next few years um, own the SEC. Um, I'll say this a year from now, um, LSU is going to beat Alabama in Alabama and also go to win the SEC West again two, two years in a row. And that will lead to Alabama never winning and not winning a national title for the next 10 years. Um, Nick Saban will not win another national title. Um, all the recruits will slowly start moving to other teams, including LSU. I think that's going to be a big downfall. We're on a, a downward slope the, finally think, for Alabama. You think, right. All the, so what's going to happen is players are looking at it as Saban's too old. They're going to get a really good um, bowl game this year, but they have like 29 people that are draft eligible. Mm-hmm. None of those people are going to play in their bowl game. Not none. 20 people, 20 of them will not play in a bowl game. They're going to lose to somebody not great in, the, in a bowl, maybe like Kansas state or something. That's going to hurt. LSU is going to beat them in Alabama next year. And, and one of their probably three losses, they're not going to be in the sec championship game. And then that's just going to be LSU stock is going up. Alabama will end up becoming the saints because when Nick Saban leaves, it'll be like Sean Payton leaving. They're going to end up hiring Dennis Allen, have two co-defensive coordinators, no quarterbacks. Everybody gets hurt and they're going to be a three win team. Hopefully Bill, they hurt I think, Jimbo I think you're Fisher not wrong. Isn't Bill O'Brien the, supposed to be taking yeah, I mean, over? Look, and, and, and then t- yeah. there is something to learn about, right? Cause like that, that is a very believable scenario because anytime any leader, whether it's in a coach or or even just in a company or in government, when a great leader leaves, you don't just automatically replace them. There's always a vacuum. There is a period of it's the dark ages, right? There's a period of despair that has to follow before the next great thing can happen. And sometimes that lasts two years, sometimes it lasts five years, sometimes it lasts 50 years, a hundred years. It doesn't, we don't know how long it lasts. Hopefully for Alabama, it lasts a hundred years. Hopefully for the so Saints, how- it lasts one or two. Um, <clears throat> I'll, yeah, quick add on to like to Jason's final thoughts on the TV theme. Uh, Yellowstone season premiere, two hour season premiere last night was great. Uh, I thought the the setup for this season 
was fantastic. I, I was very happy to not have to watch any uh, montages of rodeoing and actually get a full story uh, or watch any teasing of the spinoff show. <laughs> so, sorry, sorry. Um, One more thing, TV film related, mm -hmm. uh, Wakanda Forever. Oh, yeah. It's Excellent. Great. Yeah. So y'all both saw it? There's, yes. there's, there's a very, Would very you... surprising mid-film cameo. Jason will know what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, and the mid-credit scene is, oh, wow. <laughs> it's not the best look when you talk. say, oh, the movie was great, and then you jump to the mid-credit no. scene. No, 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 no. 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 It's, no. it's a good film, but those two things, there's, like I said, there's uh -huh. a mid-film cameo that you don't yeah. expect, and then so, the, the mid-credit scene is, oh, what? Oh, Would wow. you say one like should I do a rewatch before of of Black Panther before going in, or anything so. before you going in? You don't have. I mean, you don't have to if you want, but bring a. You might want to bring a Kleenex or two. Oh really? Okay. That doesn't mean there's boobs. <laughs> Ooh, that, that you know what? That's how you end right there. That's all the show we have for you right now. Would you say it's better than the first? Yes. Yeah, I, I liked it better than the first one. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah. Then that's all the show we have for you right now. We're going to thank our loyal listeners for downloading each week and telling all of your friends who can handle our humor about the Dome Patrol podcast. Follow us on Facebook. Look for Dome Patrol Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Dome Patrol PCAST and at Dome Patrol UK. If you want to participate in game day chats, you can DM us on Twitter to get an invitation to the Discord server. And if you want to listen the old-fashioned way, go to Dome Patrol Podcast. That come. Say bye-bye, donkeys. Bye-bye, Kleenex donkeys. Bye, Alabama donkeys. Oh, no, Scott's not here. Good night, Houdat Nation. Stop, 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 stop.